0: Um, we're going to be talking to you today about the renewal of the mind. I mentioned it last week from Romans 12. So if you're anywhere near a Bible, uh, get out of it and turn to Romans chapter 12. I'm going to uh, sort of uh, sow the seeds and prepare the ground and then is going to come along and uh, interrupt me. Romans 12. I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy that you've received okay to offer your bodies as living sacrifices okay holy and pleasing to God this is your spiritual act of worship not your physical act of worship like we've just done but your spiritual act of worship occurs in secret Uh, what God knows about you he knows in secret. Okay? He knows what you'll really like and he's with you when you're on your own. Okay? So your spiritual act of sacrifice, of worship happens in secret. Then he goes on to say, "Do not conform any longer to the spirit or the pattern or the ideas or the philosophy, or the paradigm of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, people say to me from time to time, I really don't know what God's will for my life is. Well, that just means that we have to be renewed in certain areas. Okay? Lord, help me to be renewed. Help me to change day by day. Help this this mind of mine, this problem that's between my ears, you know, because I think in worldly ways, help me to change and start to think things your way. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Now the good news is that it says in the Bible, be renewed. That means we can do it. That was like such an incredible thought to me that God would not put that in the Bible if this was not possible for us to do, that we actually have authority over our mind. This is real. We can do this. But I don't think that I was personally aware of how powerful my mind is, certainly, um, uh, is now or was. I think, I think it's the whole thing about the mind is, is so kind of big and huge and massive that we kind of almost miss it. You know, we're all used to working with computers uh, on some level. Um, some of us not a lot. Some of us much more. But but we take it for granted, you know. I'll say to Jesse, "Oh, can you do me a search on so and so?" You know, but you know what? The, the the most sophisticated computer out there is a poor image of what's going, of what God has put in here. We have the most amazing computer here, and we don't understand hardly a a tenth of how it works and it's something i've studied it's something i'm still studying i mean i, I you come and look at my bedside table that's full of books about it because i just find it fascinating i have honestly over the years i have seen the quality of people's lives change by only changing the way that they think so I just want to share just a few little pointers with you today because it is such a fabulous and interesting and a big subject. But the good news is we have authority over our minds. There is not a little man in there whispering things to us that we have got no control over. And, and I think that's the first thing when, when you know, I'm working with a client, I try to get them to see that actually this is your mind and if if they believe if they're a believer of the word i will tell them that in here it says i have a good and a sound mind that means that everything that goes through my mind in a period of 24 hours should be in line with what it says here that's what it means about taking our thoughts captive now we have we're talking about we're talking about our mind as a computer our brain as a computer this fearfully and wonderfully made you know the search engine that we're talking about we use it all the time you use you use your brain as a search engine you'll say um i mean we did it this morning uh, i said to ray who's that uh couple that used to sing this particular song Ray. he thought for a minute and then he gave me the name that was he was using his search engine to to come up with that piece of knowledge. It's in there. All he had to do was to give the brain a message and it went and looked for it. Have you, ever, have, have you never ever done this where you think, oh, what was that line of that song? Uh, and you can't remember it and then you forget all about it and you go and do something and two hours later, the, the line plops into your mind. Well, that's because your brain has, has gone off to search after you had told it to do this. Now you can use that, you can actually, once you begin to realise that this is a very powerful tool that the Lord has given us, all I've got to do is relax enough to let my mind bring it to the fore. We have an automatic mechanism. Now this mechanism is absolutely impersonal, it operates as a machine, it's got no will of its own. So it will do only what you tell it to do. It will go and work on the job that you give it to do. Now, our brains are goal-orientated. This is the way God's made us. We We give our jobs, our brain, jobs to do goals to reach, things to do. And the brain goes off and equips us with everything that we need in order to do that job. It also has got that amazing memory thing. I mean, I don't know if anybody's... If, if you're even aware of it, because we get so take everything so much for granted that we almost don't use it. This is the amazing mind. You've got to remember that it is goal-orientated. It will do... It will go and do the job that you have given your brain to do. Now, that's such an incredible, positive, wonderful thing, but because sometimes we're not aware of it, we give it negative goals to go and sort out. We give our minds conscious instructions, and it will do the thing that we tell it to do. Now, for instance, I got really hurt by a group of people, and um, the pain just wouldn't go away. I kept feeling better, then I'd feel bad again, then I'd feel better, and then I'd have another bad day, and then I found myself crying. And I just couldn't get over it, and I didn't know why. Come on, I'm a counsellor, I know how to do this. This is what I do. Why am I still in so much discomfort about this? And then the penny dropped. And only recently the penny dropped. I was giving my brain instructions. I was saying things like, why did they do that to me? Why did they treat me like that? Why did they believe those lies? So hang on, I've given my brain a job to do. So off it goes to try and find the answer. Now in order to do that, it uses memory recall. That's his job, that's what it's supposed to do. So I would have memories of things people had said that would come out of a clear blue sky. I would have confused dreams, not the God type dreams, but my brain trying to give me messages. My brain was trying to answer the questions that I had given it. And it took me ages to realize I've sent it off. I'm giving it instructions every day. Why did they say these things and not mean it? I don't have the answer. The brain is not in my computer. My memory can search forever, and I don't have the answer. But it tried to do the job that God has made it to do. It kept bringing me back conversations to think about. kept bringing me back little incidences to think about. It gave me dreams to think about. You know what? I couldn't get over the pain because I couldn't. My brain was doing what I'd asked it to do and was trying to answer. So I said, I went to speak to Dave, because it's always good to speak these things out, and said, right, I am now going to move into acceptance. Whatever has gone on, has gone on. I don't have the answer. My brain can go on forever and ever. It will never find the answer in the computer because I've never read it, never experienced it. It's not there. The computer doesn't have that information in it. I have to now say, we're moving into acceptance. Acceptance, forgiveness, move forward. Since I have said that, I have not had one bad dream, I've not suddenly found myself with a lump in my throat, and I haven't had a memory recall. I, this, I will get whole this way. I am taking my thoughts captive, but I am being careful of the message that I'm giving my brain. But I just want to encourage you this morning that we get used to using our mind to give ourselves good quality of life. Philippines 4, verse 8 says... Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So if we can take our thoughts captive and learn to look for the positive things. If you're giving your brain a goal, check it. Make sure that, that you're giving it a goal, that you want you wanna, the consequences to be good and, and, and pleasing to the Lord. And know that this is the, one of the most powerful tools that God has given us, the power of the mind. And don't forget, you can download
0: all of these episodes as a podcast from our website, www.follyzend.talk.